Igniting, inspiring, and evoking the fire within. So success is really a mindset. It is also um, taking comparison out of your life because we typically will compare our worst self uh, with somebody else's best. And we're just, we don't ever measure up that way. And I love healthy competition, but the only person I'm in competition with is me. You're listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. On this episode of the What's Your Inspiration podcast, we have Candy Graves. Candy is a pattern-breaking energy therapist with 20 years of experience as an expert in the epigenetic protocol that diminishes trauma up to and including PTSD in seconds. This is the latest and greatest breakthrough in quantum methodology. She teaches well-established coaches how to add this powerful healing dimension to their existing coaching business, as well as the novice who wants to impact the suffering in a powerful way. This should be interesting and fun. Here we go. Hello and welcome to episode 50. That's right, I said 50 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. I'm Fox, and today a very special guest, a, f- a fellow Public Speakers Association member and pattern-breaking energy therapist with us today, she is Candy Graves. Candy, how are you today? I'm awesome. Thank you so much for having me. This is exciting. It is exciting, and thank you for, and if I could share this story, Candy and I met at least virtually uh, a couple of weeks back uh, during a Public Speakers Association uh, monthly virtual meeting. I, I threw the invite out out there, and uh, Candy has has took just took the reins. So, Candy, thank you again um, for for now in the coming minutes sharing your story with us. Sure, happy to. Excellent. You've Candy, you've been there. Uh, Twenty years experience as a pattern breaking energy therapist. What do you think are the key elements to living a life with purpose, passion, and success? Mm, Wow. Loaded question. Very loaded. You can run Um, however you want with that. Yeah. So the Reader's Digest version would be um, heal your inner child. (laughs) That's how you do that. And then... um, And then the longer version would be... um, the kind of the why behind the inner child is so important. Um, And so just a tiny bit about my background. Um, I didn't have, um, well, okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to speak from two different veins or two different positions. So on one hand, I can say I didn't have the most ideal childhood. What I know today and understand that is that I had the perfect childhood (laughs) that taught me what I needed to learn in a really profound way. So, but let's go to the first version because that's most of us identify with good, bad, you know, um, challenging, easy, that sort of thing. So uh, yeah, uh, being born addicted to a drug addict mom uh, certainly created its, um, you know, share of challenges. (laughs) And so, you know, I I remember, especially because, because we're 
coming here to the end of the year. This was something that was really, really weighed heavy on me for a long, long time. And that was every New Year's Eve, I would arrive at New Year's Eve and I would be, you know, um, is this going to be the year that it's going to be different? And, and then the next year would come and I found myself saying the same thing. Is this going to be the year that's going to be different? And I had really, truly had no concept of the fact that I was actually creating the same year over and over again. Talk about Groundhog Day. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Um, so everything changed. And I love this quote. And I do believe it's, um, oh, gosh, I wish I could give the right person the credit. But um, basically, the, the saying is that... Um, Oh shoot! I completely lost my train of thought. That's okay. Um, basically, what happens to us is we are looking outside of ourselves in, instead of inside, and that's where the answers are. So, in in me delving into my inner child and meeting the needs of that little girl, who quite honestly, her needs were rarely met. Um, you know, important the most important needs were not met. Um, my basic needs were met, so. Right, right, in terms of your, your, your inner child. I wanted to reflect on, I mentioned three things, and I know it was a loaded question to start, <laughs> but, it, it, but if we look at success, yeah. thinking about what you do and your path, how would you define success? Yeah, that's a great question. So I think, I think our um, ego minds are trained to immediately go to money. If you have money and a lot of it, you're successful. And I, I don't, I don't believe that. I mean, I'm not saying that if you have a lot of money, you're not successful. Right. But it isn't the 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 end all, um, you know, definitive factor in success. Um, I'm. Uh, very successful <laughs> in terms of where I was and where I am now and certainly where I'm going based on what I know and practice daily. So success is really a mindset. It is also um, taking comparison out of your life because we typically will compare our worst self uh, with somebody else's best and we're just we don't ever measure up that way. And I love healthy competition, but the only person I'm in competition with is me. It's about, I'm hearing a lot about measurement, where you started and where you are now. And a little bit about the, the imposter complex as well, eliminating that. Um, and, and I think what you're saying is if you eliminate that and you, you measure from uh, where you started to where you are now. That's kind of what success is. For sure. It, <laughs> it, it, it isn't a dollar sign, although that certainly plays into it. Better today than I was yesterday. And certainly being present and living in this, this moment right here, right now. And today, I mean, I can honestly say that I, I, I actually understand what that means. You know, I think I said it for a long time. I think I said it before I actually 
fully internalized it, but I do really understand this, the idea of um, living here and now and the fact that this really truly is the only moment that I have any power and control over. It's the only moment that's real. Yeah, speaking to lifelong learning and staying in, in the present moment because we have no control over what happened in the past. And if we don't focus on the present, we're not going to affect the future the way we want to. Wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom nuggets here on episode 50 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Candy Graves. Candy, I don't know if you listened to previous episodes, but we have a little game called What, Which, and Where. I'm okay. going to quote a book. I'm going to quote somebody, and I'd like you to tell me or guess from where or whom it came. Okay. <laughs> Are no you pressure. ready? No pressure. No Test pressure. anxiety. Test anxiety. <laughs> will, will, will your effective filter stay open? I, I, I trust that it will. <clears throat> so, <laughs> number, number one in what, which, and where, it goes like this. Quote, Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed. Ooh, I like it. So, so what am I supposed to do with that? What? You tell, us, you tell us from whom it came. I, I, you, this person from reading about you and knowing the, the, the bit about you um, is, is very near and dear to your heart. So it's probably Bruce Lipton. That's a great guess. I will give you another guess. It is not Bruce Lipton. Deepak. It is not him either. <laughs> I would read it again for a third time's a charm. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. It can only be changed. I, I don't know. E equals MC squared. Oh, my goodness. Mr. Einstein. Mr. Albert <laughs> Einstein. Uh, Follow-up question on that. So, so let me just add real quick. My favorite quote of his is, everything is energy, and um, that's all there is to it. Change, basically change the frequency of the thing. Change your frequency to match what you want. It's, and there's absolutely no way to not get that thing. That's not philosophy. That's physics, and that's certainly paraphrased <laughs> yes and, and that's what i read that you wrote me but i didn't want to make it too easy i just wanted to go <laughs> what degree of separation um yeah. mr einstein so breaking off from from that is yeah. albert einstein the first person you think of when i mentioned the word energy if if not who is it the first person that comes to mind yes yeah well so i'm i'm gonna go back to my default Dr. Lipton, Dr. Bruce Lipton. Yeah. Um, and why so? Why so? Well, because I think mainly probably because the book he wrote, Biology of Belief, really helped bridge the gap for me. So I had this, I have this intellectual knowing because of the study I, I've done. And then I have a very working real life experience with it. And Dr. Lipton was able to connect the dots for me so that um, now as I experience it, mentally I go into, oh, this is what he was talking about because <laughs> I'm having the actual experience of it. And I facilitate that for clients. 
So I, I love the work that he's done and continues to do. Clearly and concisely put. Okay, so uh, uh, question or part two of what, which, and where? Oh, jeez, <laughs> I've got three of them. Let's see if we can. <laughs> let's see how far we can go. Uh, the, the quote goes like this, Candy: "You can't be a victim and a master at the same time." Um, okay, and I'm to tell you which book. So, like I was sharing with you, I I read a lot, and mm -hmm. I have more than one book going at one time. And I, um, I was thinking Debbie Ford, um, cause that's a, that's a really powerful book. Um, so there's two others that I'm really focused on right now. One is, um, the course in miracles. And I have been focused on that for quite some time. And then the other one would have to be the book. Um, uh, I, I am word. And so I'm, I, I think that, say it one more time, I think it comes from Paul Selig, but tell me the quote again. You can't be a victim and a master at the same time. That, yeah, I, I'm going to go with, I, I am word on that one. You are, you are correct, <laughs> is Paul Selig. Yes. Good. I yeah. should probably read one book at a time. What do you think? <laughs> well, I, I'm really putting a needle in a haystack with with that. <laughs> So, so a kudos to you. Um, you are, yeah. you are uh, one, one for two. And I was going to quote this person for number three, but you have a, I think, a compelling story. Um, oh. Three. It is. It, you refer to this person as your surrogate mother. Who is it, and why? Uh, first of all, Lucille Ball. Yes. Yes. Is. Okay. So, um, I um, have. So if you know anything about the color code, I have a yellow personality. That is, that is authentically me, yellow. And so if you know anything about a yellow person, they're, they, they like to have fun. And um, I grew up in the confines of this home where addiction prevailed and um, if you know anything about addiction, the, the addicted person is the center of the universe and everyone and everything rotates around that person. So I showed up in a lot of really, you know, uh, adaptive ways and having fun and being silly and making other people laugh or trying to and wanting to laugh myself um, wasn't highly prized or encouraged. <laughs> so I was very much a, um, I became that red personality, right? Checklist, get it done, type A. Um, and there was just this massive amount of incongruency for me. Um, today, I'm happy to report that I fully have stepped in and live to a T my yellow personality. But I could go in my room and close the door and and watch I Love Lucy and laugh. And um, I felt, you know, as if she was laughing with me. She kind of looked like my mom. And um, she certainly had some aspects of my mom. And so I, I really connected with her as as a, a role model. And 
she made people laugh and she laughed. And so, yeah, that was my, that's my connection to that surrogate mother of mine. <laughs> and with today's technology and everything, you can access her and, and watch old shows anytime you want. I know. Uh, even though my husband gifted me the entire I Love Lucy series on, <laughs> on DVD. <laughs> Smart man. Yeah. Well, he knows, he knows that, you know, the connection I had with her. So. Sure. All right. Um, that's a really, really cool story. And I didn't, didn't want to go without, without mentioning that or having you explain that. Uh, oh, thank thanks. you. That yeah. is the end of what, which, and where you have survived. I, I wondered if I would. And you did. And you did. You, you thought it through. It was very highly intellectual. Um, I wanted to go into the bottom half of, of, of this, this interview, this podcast, uh -huh. Candy, we know that all heroes don't wear a cape, but if you had the opportunity to take a one-hour car ride with one of the following three people, who would it be and why? Would it be with Lucille Ball? Would it be with Dr. Martin Luther King? Or would it be with Dr. Bruce Lipton? Well, I'm pretty sure I wrote those three down. Um, if I didn't, I should have, because I really... Um, I really connect with all three of those. Um, I would have to say probably, um, I'm going to go with Dr. Lipton. Um, Dr. Bra Greg Brayton also, um, it kind of speaks in that same vein, but, but yeah, so doc I'd say Dr. Lipton. Why would, uh, why is that so? Well, like I said before, you know, he's connected those dots for me from, uh, you know, mental understanding and awareness and the emotional and, you know, it, it connected that dot for me. Um, and I just, um, I find the way he explains things, um, it's very easily understood for an untrained scientist. <laughs> But I'm fascinated by what he knows and, um, you know, have put a lot of what he talks about to the test. And, and I will say this. So when I first started this work 25 years ago or so, um, I had people say to me, well, so explain why this works. And I, I couldn't answer that question. A big part of why I couldn't answer it is um, quantum physics and epigenetics were an unknown thing that many years ago. Today, I can explain it um, in layman's terms for clients that really want to understand. They need to have that mental learning. They know physically and emotionally something just happened to them. And, you know, I'll hear from them a week later, a month later, a year later, and they're still just amazed. And so to give, to be able to tell them, well, here, this is why, this is why this is working, um, is, is just really gratifying, especially because I didn't always, wasn't always able to do that for people. He sounds like a great teacher. I mean, he's making the, yeah. for you, he made the complex simple. Very, very much so. Yeah. Good stuff. You know, we, we said at the beginning of the, the very top of this podcast, you've you've been there and you've you've been through it all. You you mentioned, um, you know, being born to an addictive mother, 
what advice do you have for people who have felt like they have hit rock bottom? Mm. Well, rejoice <laughs> if that, if you if you believe that. Definitely rejoice because that's a that's not such a bad place to be. Um, it's rock bottom can facilitate now. Okay, I've stopped digging, <laughs> so I'm not going to go down any further. The only place is up, and I, I do feel like I kind of, I reached that place. Um, even though I was married and had, you know, these three awesome sons of mine, who, by the way, next to my mom are probably my greatest teachers. Um, I rock bottom just isn't is not a bad place. It really isn't. Um, it means you get to stop digging. And it's quite sturdy. It's very sturdy. <laughs> and now, now, now begins the ascent. So. Gotcha. Um, I, I like that answer a lot, a lot. Who would you like to hear on an upcoming podcast? Huh. That's a good question. Um, <laughs> did I write down someone specific? You did not. You did not. Oh, I didn't, good. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't ask. Okay, good. Who would I like to hear? It could be anybody. It could be anybody. Anybody. Ooh, alive or dead? <laughs> well, I guess when I said anybody, I guess you could go either one. I, I would, yeah. At this point, living. Let's go with. Oh anybody. shoot. Okay. <laughs> um. Gosh. Um. Living. Um. Uh, probably. Oh, there's so many deceased folks that I'd love to really commiserate with. Um, so living, I would say, um, I, I hate to keep strumming his uh, guitar, but okay. yeah, doc, Dr. Lipton, I think. Um, I, I listen to quite a bit of what he says and I read pretty much everything he writes. Um, but yeah, to have a podcast, especially if I could be part of the interviewing process, that would be great. I like that. I, I make it three. We'll do three, and you can you can lead. That's a great idea. I'm going to write that down. And, and right there, you go. Previous guests who interview a guest, they recommend it. Wow. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, sure. so Dr. Lipton, right? Yeah. And the final thing I'd like you to share is your, your contact information if someone would like to contact you. Oh, okay. Yeah, so you could reach me um, from my website. It's probably the best way to do it because I get an email directly there when you uh, hit the chat bot at the bottom. So it would be, um, it's asyouthinkyouare.com. So, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Candy, this has been been great from your, your personal stories to a little bit about how you try to impact other people's lives. Thank you for your time and space today. Thank you, Fox. It's been a pleasure. This will wrap up episode 50 of the What's Your Inspiration podcast. Candy and I will talk to you all later. Take good care. You have been listening to the What's Your Inspiration podcast with Fox Buyer. Because impact on each other is the greatest currency you could ever have.